Welcome to the Health Code Podcast. I'm Sarah, otherwise known as Sarah's Day, and I'm a health and fitness YouTuber. And I'm Kurt, professional photographer and content creator, or also known as Sarah's Boyfriend. We're here to help you crack the code to a healthy and fit lifestyle. We're going to be talking all things health, fitness, relationship, lifestyle, and career. So it's time to grab your code books because we're about to spill some serious tips. Really? That sounds so bitchy. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Health Code Podcast. I'm so excited for today's episode because normally when we have a guest, it's someone who we... Haven't quite met yet. Haven't quite met. And, you know, we're like doing icebreakers. Hi, I'm Sarah. But right now, I feel like we've got a brother This in is the our room. OG, the boy. Here we are. We're the boy. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Sammy Evans. Yeah. The OGs. Before, before we jump in, introduce yourself. What's your name? I, my name is Sam Evans mm-hmm. and I'm a filmmaker, photographer, um, live in Sydney and uh, yeah, I um, met you guys in New Zealand yeah. last year and we had a hell of a time. We really hell did. Hell of this a time. This, this is uh, PF, pre-Fox. Pre-Fox, it was. It <laughs> PF, was. I like that. BF, yeah. before Fox. And PS, prime Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> and now uh, look at me, <laughs> disheveled. But uh, no, it's good to see you guys again. Thanks so for having me in. Yeah. Today's episode is really going to be about travel, long distance relationships and living the dream. So we actually haven't told Sam at all what we want to talk no. about, the direction of this episode. So you're cool. just going to I like this. Buckle I like in, where this is going. Buckle in for the ride. Yeah. Strap in, kids. Well, we just tried to look at your profile and think, what questions, if we didn't know you, what would we, we want to know about you? Yeah. Cool. And look, from the outside, you live the absolute dream life, man. <laughs> like, seriously, you go travel the world, you take beautiful photos, beautiful videos, Aww. hang with beautiful people. Your girlfriend's a model. Yeah. Like, what, like, the, what heck? the heck, man? <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank Honestly. You, thank you. But before we get into exploding your head and just uplifting you, yeah. I want to just take, take you down a notch. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and let's talk about first impressions. Okay. <clears throat> oh, so. yeah, there, right, here we go. First impressions. <laughs> Sam's face is like, what are oh, you going to say? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So, I think like a year ago we met, right? Yeah. So, I had followed you on Instagram. I knew who you were. You were like the bee's knees of content creation, whatever. So, I, people like you can go either way. I was like, I'm either going to meet you. So, for anyone who doesn't know, we were rocking up to the airport to go on this big GoPro trip together. Kurt and I hadn't met Sam and vice versa. So I was like, he's either going to be this really cool, like travel bug and just like yeah. a legend and get along with us. Like one of the boys, like I'm one of the boys. Sezzy <laughs> you are the boys. The boys featuring Sezzy. <laughs> or, or because you were so successful, I guess you could be like too cool for us and think yeah. we're losers. And when I first met you, you were like really shy. So I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> that was in the first instance. I feel like you opened up very quickly. But my first You also come in quite hot, says he. I know. Yeah, she, kept, she, like, but she does that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Okay, but like my first impression was like the first two minutes. Yeah. Because I got you a juice at that juice place at the airport. And your whole vibe changed. And you were like so happy. And you were yeah. loving See, it. He just needed it some It was quite early. I could have been hangry. Yeah. <laughs> no, you were actually on the back of a real big hangover, I think. Actually... Yeah, I believe that's <laughs> a bit dusty. Juice, bring me and right then, back. And then no one, no one knew I was pregnant, not even my family. And I sat you guys down in the oh, airport yeah. lounge and I was like, we had, I had just learnt your name basically. I was like, look, I know this is really awkward. No one knows, but because we're going to be traveling together for a week, you should know yeah. that I'm five weeks pregnant. And you yelled out in a public airport, we're having a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, he is yeah. 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> then the rest but, of the trip was just chaos after that, basically. Nah, Carnage. But, nah, but we <laughs> became best friends. Yeah, we did. We really came together. We really, yeah. we really, really did. You really came through with your content as well. I, I, I mean, I don't want to take credit, but I think that was the kind of launch pad for your, for your content. <laughs> oh, there we go. When, when we were in um, New Zealand, we did actually do a video, a Tinder video, but we're going to talk about that later when we talk about your relationships. Cool. But all right. First of all, where did it all start? You know, like this, this beautiful life that you live yeah. and the amazing content that you had and I guess the opportunities that get thrown at you, like where did it all start and how did it all start? So when I was in high school back in 2012, 2011, um, kind of was in the rowing team, uh, like top of my game athletically in the first eight, stroking the first eight. Really? Like so very, wide, um, I would have never have guessed yeah. that. 
Yeah, my, my dad actually was in the Olympics for rowing and... Uh, oh, really? I did yeah. know, no, I did know yeah, this. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Oh, there you yeah, go. Yeah, so, um, and I got an injury and couldn't row. Um, and so, off the back of that, I um, still felt so part of the crew and the team. I wanted to kind of be with them right up until the, the big race. And so, I was like, oh, I want to make them like a, a video to pump them up before the race. So, I made this like epic, like Rocky style, like sporting montage of the boys just like going into this race. And just it, for the team to watch. Just for the crew to watch. And they ended up playing it. That, at, is, that is sportsmanship there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they ended up playing it at the, like, the assembly in front of the whole school. The whole school's going berserk, like just testosterone just going <laughs> yeah. through the roof. Yeah, the boys. And yeah, the boys. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, that put it up on YouTube and it got like 30,000 views in, wow. in a couple of days, which wow. at the time for like a schoolboy video, it yeah. was like quite cool. That's yeah. awesome. And um, yeah, so I was like, oh, this filmmaking is kind of fun. Like I like it. It was my first taste of kind of making something and putting it out to the world and getting a good reaction back. Um, so I can't went, like joined a film class at my school and made a short film and that short film won a bunch of awards at, at, at film festivals. And I kind of was like, okay, like this is cool. And like, I've kind of found something that I really like. Cause before that I, I was into music. Like I was at school on a music scholarship and mm. was doing sports. So that was kind of my thing. And then, what did you play? Uh, play guitar, piano, and did a little bit of singing back then. Yeah. I was going to say, Before, can you sing? Why haven't I'm you so, serenaded so us? this guy already. This is He's pre-puberty. This is pre-puberty. When I hit Triple puberty, threat. things kind of went a bit pear-shaped. <laughs> but, but it was when prime, I found... Prime Sam. Yeah, Prime Sam. PP, pre-puberty. But before, I guess, that, when I found filmmaking, it was this beautiful fusion of, like, visuals and music. And it kind of... I. I it was like another depth to music, which I really, really enjoyed. So mm. I get, that's kind of where I fell in love with filmmaking. And um, when I left high school, I actually got approached by Fox Sports because um, really? they, the, the head, one of the head producers at Fox Sports had seen the my rugby. Because after the rowing video, then the rugby team wanted a video mm. and yeah. all the teams wanted a video. So I just became like the sport pump up video guy at my <laughs> high school. And did you just do this like after school and like- all Nah, like, during school. During... <laughs> it completely took over my, uh, my like school life. Yeah, education. <laughs> which is, which is good because I, school wasn't really for me. Like I, I, I enjoyed being around school, but I wasn't the brightest kid in school. So when yeah. I found this outlet, I just poured everything into it. And um, yeah, it kind of became my life and did video for my major work for visual arts and got top of the state for in New South Wales for that. So I kind of was like, right, finally, something I'm good at, something mm -hmm. I love that people appreciate. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, got approached by Fox Sports. Um, they offered me an internship editing rugby montages for like this rugby teams and stuff for like New South Wales, which was pretty cool. So did that, but quickly found that that wasn't really where I belong belonged because um, yeah, it was just very industry and very rigid and standard and I just, yeah. Not as creative no, as you wanted. No, I was this like kid fresh out of school with all these creative dreams and it was like, all right, no, this is the way we do it. This is the way we're always going to do it. Like stick to the formula. And I was like, okay, no, thanks, but no thanks. So left school, I left, left Fox Sports and went and did a year at film school where I kind of learned again, the industry standard on how to create film. And it was mm -hmm. great for learning that side of things. But I also, again, was like, all right, I've got all this creativity and I'm kind of been honed on how to do it this way and it just wasn't quite right for me so left that and did they teach you how to do like the business side of it as well no no oh. it was and there, there was no social media side of it either it was like yeah, this right. is how to create film for screen because i right. feel like the course would be very different now like i know they even have like content creation courses yeah. at university now where you just like create content for brands and it's all about that type of thing so yeah yeah, you, you're pre all that basically. Yeah, so I, I left there and I, I just wanted to be making stuff and, and film school was a lot of time at, in a classroom and a lot of time learning the nuance of screen and cinema yeah. and it was just a bit mm. fluffy for me. So 100%. left that <laughs> and at the time, uh, my cousin was obsessed with this guy on MasterChef called Hayden Quinn mm -hmm. and he'd just finished MasterChef and he put a thing on his Facebook page being like, hey, I want to um, meet someone who can help me start a YouTube channel just after MasterChef. My cousin tagged me and I like sent him a message expecting not to hear from him. Mm. And um, yeah, he sent me a message like, hey, let's meet up. And then sure enough, he lived like two streets away from me in the Northern Beaches and started making films with him. And then he got invited to Bali for this like health and fitness retreat yeah. called Activist Skates. 
And this was at the time when like brands were just starting to clue on to the fact that they could invite celebrities, social media people to their stuff and they would create content. And that's how people would grow their brands. This was like in 2014 or mm-hmm. 2015. Mm-hmm. And so I went on, this court, went on this thing with Hayden to Bali and met this guy called Jay Alvarez. Did, can I ask? I don't okay. know if I'm allowed to ask this. Wow. Was he like? Did he pay you to go, or was he just like, come along? No, nah, this was just like for free. Yeah, for like, free. Like, oh, actually, would have just been like you. Yeah, like, I think he was paying me like two hundred bucks for a video or something. Yeah, like, cool. just enough to kind of cover my Your time. My time. Yeah. And, yeah. And when you're fresh out of school and like like getting to go to Bali, like it's oh my kind gosh, of, that's like the dream. Yeah. yeah. So that, that was that was really cool and met went on this retreat and met these this guy called Jay Alvarez who. Like, as we know now, is this huge um, travel lifestyle influencer. But back then, he, like, had just started. He had, like, 100,000 followers. Wow. He just wow. posted his first YouTube video. And that was the first point where I was, like, wow. Like, he's a guy that's a year older than me. He's doing exactly what he wants to do. He's traveling. He's making videos that he likes. And there's an audience that appreciate him for that. I thought Instagram was for, like your mum and dad so they could look at you yeah. while you're yeah. traveling. Like, yeah. I didn't realize yeah, yeah. you could have... A make fo- a business out yeah, of it. Yeah, make a yeah. business out of it. So that was really an eye-opener. And from there, I just started traveling and kind of creating content for me. And so, like, you would be like, I want to go to Greece and I'm just going to make epic content and show yeah. people what I can do for myself. So hopefully they'll see and they exactly. will hire me. And was that all self-funded in that first yeah, instance? Yeah, yeah. So I actually um, went to... Uh, a, a clothing brand called Insight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, asked if I could work in their warehouse, like packing boxes. Yeah. Yeah. And saved up for my first camera and then saved up $10,000 and then took myself to Europe for four months. Yeah. We talk about this all the, t- all the time in like a side hustle topic when we say with any side hustle or passion job, you have to do stuff for free at the start. Yeah. yeah. You know, you look at your, your idols and you think, I want to get paid to do that. But to start, mm. you yeah. have to just commit time, energy, effort for free for the love of it. Yeah. And I feel like you have started from such an organic and authentic place because you loved it. Yeah. And that just comes out in your work as well. Yeah, oh, well, like even, even to what you were getting paid for that first job, like $200, yeah. like that's that's so minimal for the amount of work and energy yeah. you put into that. So but I loved it. You know, yeah, like, of course. It's, yeah, it's, that's the love of it and the joy of it. Mm. Yeah. So when you did that for yourself, what... Who was the first brand or what was the first proper job after Fox that you had that you were like, yes, this is my dream job? Um, I think I got a pro... I, after, in, in Europe, I was making little GoPro videos, like mm. just... Were you like, sponsored by GoPro then? No, but the GoPro reached out to me, actually. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a fellow by the name of Ed Ringwood. With, uh, uh, <laughs> good old Ed. Managing the GoPro account in Australia and kind of sent me a message saying, hey, we've seen your staff. We'd love to kind of... Um, support you however we can and they were starting to repost my videos and stuff on socials and yeah I got I was probably had about at that stage I'd grown to about 10,000 followers which for me was like and back, game, then, like, back then, anything with a K was like, oh, yeah. Instagram royalty. Yeah, like, 10K right? was a big deal. Now, yeah. freaking everyone's on 10K. Yeah. But back then, that was that was massive. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I was uh, traveling around Europe kind of, and I, I was getting little jobs here and there that were kind of offsetting my trip. So, yeah. like, I was just getting, I got paid, like, not paid, but I got a free trip to go to Croatia for a month and do some work. And so I was kind of extending my trip by just kind of, offering my time and my services and kind of getting all these amazing experiences and creating content for my channels, which would then kind of promote the, the circle, yeah. the, the cycle. Um, and I remember I was in London at the end of my trip about to go home and I got a DM from this guy being like, hey, I've been watching your stuff for like a year now. You're really inspiring. Um, I, I see you're in London. I'd love to catch up. I was like, oh, cool. Like, sounds sweet. Like clicked on his account. It's like 5 million followers. He's got a YouTube channel. And I was like, holy shit, like, who's mm. this guy? Mm. Yeah. His name is um, Alfie Days. Yeah, one of, YouTube- one of the biggest YouTubers. One of the biggest YouTubers at the time. Yeah, Zoella's boyfriend. Yeah. And I had no idea who these people were. I was just like, oh, and, crazy. And so he just DM'd you yeah. and reached out to you. Yeah, he, I remember, he'd been oh, following me. So I remember crazy, when I met right? you at New Zealand, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm friends with Alfie and Zoella. I was like, what? Yeah. Can you back it up? What? <laughs> yeah, it's hectic. They, they are YouTube royalty. Yeah. Like, that's insane. So he's, he's like, yeah, come, let's hang out. So I, like, got the train down to Brighton to, and he like met me at the train station. He's like vlogging the whole time. I didn't know what a vlog or YouTube was really like back then. Yeah. Um, it's not like it was yeah, it yeah, today. Yeah. But. Um, and he's like, yeah, hey man, like let's go get lunch. We're going to meet one of my friends for lunch. It's like, okay, sweet. Walk in and there's this guy sitting there. He's got dreadlocks 
and he's really tall and I, I, my heart like literally like stopped. I was like, holy shit, that's fun for Louie. Like he's one of my like biggest inspirations as a traveler, film content creator since I started. Like mm -hmm. I would, when I was in year 12, like at lunchtime, go and watch his travel videos Whoa. in the library. And he's and just this sitting crazy. there. Like this is, like, this is yeah. the epitome of everything happens for a reason. Oh. And like, if you follow your heart and be smart about it, Yeah. but like good things happen if you yeah. come from a good place. So yeah. like, the world has this way of like bringing these opportunities just, in the door, yeah. isn't it? Honestly, it was wild. Yeah. Like I can't explain it. And then we went back to Alfie's office and Lou was like, oh, like show us one of your videos. I showed them oh this and video like, I just made. I, show? What one do I, show? And I just made yeah. this epic like travel montage of all my trips from Europe. And he was like, oh my God, that's amazing. Can you help? I'm making something like this right now. Can you help me? So I'm like sitting with my like idol, my childhood dream and helping him make one of the videos that I used to watch in high school. Oh my gosh. And like, it was just oh, like yeah. one of the most biggest pinch myself moments. Anyway, Alfie, um, basically on the end of his vlog from that day said, Hey guys, Sam's just started his YouTube channel. Like you should go check it out. And I, thankfully I just uploaded like 30 videos from my trips around the world. So you had something for people Had to watch. all this content with like a hundred views on every video. Wow. And that the Alfie's vlog that day got like two and a half million views as it, as it did every day. Every day his <laughs> vlog would so get a million people. to two million views. That's my goal. And in, in a week I got like 90,000 YouTube subscribers Whoa. and my Instagram just blew up. Which is, yeah, it was hectic. It all kind of came at once. And then Louis said, hey mate, I'm going to America next week for a job with the Montana Tourism Board. Do you want to come and help me film? And I was like, oh, it was just like, everything happened Did once. Did you just call your mom? You're like, mom. Yeah, like, <laughs> it. It, was, it was so crazy. Like, it just was literally zero to 100 so quick and yeah. quite overwhelming. And um, yeah, I, I don't think I was really prepared for it. I was kind of thrown into the deep end, like going yeah. from like no one really caring or watching me to like your emails having like 90,000 people like just like we're obsessed with your stuff, make more, make more. Like, so it was, it was pretty full on, but yeah, that's how I kind of got my start. It was like a year of like hard work with no one watching. And then like all of a sudden it all came at once. So yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. That. That's so incredible. That's actually really quick how that happened because yeah. like, I know for you, for example, Sarah, like you were probably hustling for about three to five years mm. before you really started kicking off in, yeah. in your YouTube channel. Yeah. And I've had my YouTube channel for seven years. Crazy. It's, it's just been a grind. But, yeah, you know, that, but you're reaping the benefits of it now. Yeah, like nice. that's the thing that I think right. underlies everything on social. If you're doing well, like it's hard work comes first. Like mm. these things don't just happen like overnight. I mean, yeah. in my case, it did, but to get to that yeah, point not, took a lot of hard even, work. Not you, know? you, had, you had skills, right? Yeah, like, this is what like. I always listen to Gary Vee, right? I'm sure everyone does, right? Yeah. And he always talks about how content's king, right? And your 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 content was obviously king, so that's why people wanted to follow you, like. And you still committed yeah. all that time for free initially, you yeah, know, exactly. like you didn't just. There's hard yards meet, put in yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, definitely. When when we met you at New Zealand, you were exhausted. Like you had been going on back-to-back -back trips. Whenever I see yeah. you, you're pretty exhausted. <laughs> you, this is the freshest I've seen you. Yeah. It's... And I feel like maybe from the outside looking in, it looks like you have a better work-life balance. It looks like that. Yeah. But nowadays, how often do you work? slash how do you determine what jobs to say yes to and mm. what to say no to because i know kurt and i's emails are crazy and you get offered all these different opportunities and you're like what one do i spend my time on yeah i guess the difference between now and then when you last saw me is that uh, and for the last kind of three years when i started out brands would approach me and say hey we've got this brief can you make this for us and this is what we want you to make and at the time i was obviously like needing financial backing because like yeah. fresh out of, of like school, no money, like and, and I was determined to prove to my parents, all right, I need to make this work. So mm. I was saying yes to everything yeah. and just doing everyone's brief and molding myself to everyone's brand and making it work. Yeah. And which is so easy which to was, do, right? Yeah, amazing. so exhausting. <clears throat> but really exhausting and I actually kind of burnt myself out yeah. a year and a half ago and got chronic fatigue because I was literally doing like, long haul flights every every month with this like a couple you. of days yeah. in between like like yeah and it really kind of like it pushed myself to my limits and it and i'm still kind of dealing with the resonating effects of that and really mindful of 
looking after myself and trying to keep my body in check. Yeah. It's really interesting that you say that because I went through a period and this is like on a different level to what you were doing, flying in and out of different countries and stuff like that. But when I was working my full-time job and trying to hustle to become like Mm. my own entity in itself, I was working like stupid hours till Mm. 12 o'clock at night. Absolutely. 3 a.m. basically. Yeah, and wake up stupid hours in the morning, go to do my full-time job, come home. And you do, you just like, like you just, your body just, breaks down on itself and i ended up getting what was it shingles 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 i've spoken about this before but like stress and and putting yourself putting that pressure on your shoulders is so damaging on you the older you the older you get it's kind of like you have to reach that point where it's like it's not weak to say no to things and put yourself first like i remember i used to feel bad if i would call a brand or even tell my subscribers i can't upload today because i want to go to pilates i would be like oh no that's so that's so selfish but it's so not like you need to put yourself first especially when you work for yourself Mm. in a creative job and you have to be sitting there being creative like you can't be creative when you're exhausted so true yeah so yeah, how, how often do you work now? Yeah, so I, I guess the beauty of doing all that work now is that I've built up a, a bit of a reputation in my own brand. And the, yeah. uh, the great thing is now that when brands approach me, that it's, it's not, we want you to do this for us. It's like, hey, we love what you do. Can you make something? What could you do for, for us? us? Yeah. And it, now I have the creative controls and um, I don't work so much with any brand these days. Like I've kind of built up a little bit of a a family of brands that I regularly work with and yeah. that that's great because it means one it's kind of a long-term relationship and it, it resonates with my audience but two like yeah it's not I I, I have creative control and I yeah. think that's yeah. most important and there's thing. that trust with your brand as well like yeah. I, I find that the most challenging thing is when a brand comes to you and then they go oh we've got x amount of budget um prove prove to me why we want to work with you and I'll instantly be like well I'm not freaking working yeah. for you then because like yeah, if, if you, i have to prove myself yeah. to you like just go to my website check out exactly what like mm-hmm. you've probably found me on instagram is yeah. that not a portfolio in itself yeah like, exactly yeah. yeah go to my youtube channel yeah. yeah yeah but the beauty is now though like i'll i can be very choosy with who i work with and and when i work like i did a job with samsung a couple of months ago and that's kind of given me the financial stability i need to take as much time as I need off for the rest of the year to then focus on my own creative projects and stuff. Yeah, so it's, it's an amazing, I, I've worked hard to be here, but now that I'm here, it's, it's a really beautiful and exciting place to be. Yeah. Okay. Health Codians, we interrupt this program for a quick word from our sponsor. This episode of the health code is brought to you by Skillshare. So Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of amazing classes covering dozens of creative and entrepreneurial skills. You can take classes in everything from photography, creative writing to design, productivity and more. So whether you're returning to a long time passion project, challenging yourself to get outside your comfort zone or simply exploring something new, Skillshare has classes for you. Personally, I like the classes in graphic design, animation and film and video because that is relative to me and my job in YouTube. I think I would totally be the same on that one. I really need to do a graphic design one. Yeah, I, me too. <laughs> I really, I wing it and I'm just I'm just not there. Well, says you're actually in luck because you could join millions of students who are already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for our listeners. Get two months for free. That's right, sir. Skillshare is offering Health Code listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. To sign up, go to skillshare.com slash healthcode. Again, go to skillshare.com slash healthcode for your two free months. Now, let's get back into the show. When we met you, you were flying at least <laughs> every two weeks, yeah. I reckon, at least every two weeks. Sorry, sorry sorry about our dog our dog is um having a party getting some beautiful kisses but um the the honest truth on that too like we we would call you off for coffee and you'd literally be like oh i've got a day here and then i'm flying out to brazil or somewhere exotic like that was literally so crazy like and that's the thing from the outside looking in on your instagram it's like oh this guy lives the dream you travel here and you're in south america for a second then you're in bali but when I really got to know you, I was like, oh, how, how are you yeah. living through a suitcase? Like, it looks glamorous, but it's such a grind. Yeah. And it's really, it's hard work. It's something I really struggled with, to be honest. And it's, um, it's something I still kind of have to manage, you know, because like you do get run down and you do get tired. And from the outside, like you said, it looks like you're living the dream. But yeah. when you do tell people, oh, to be honest, I'm actually really exhausted. People go, what do you mean, man? Like you're yeah, you're the one you're getting paid to travel the world. Like yeah. it's amazing, and it is amazing. I never take that for granted for a second. 
but it like any work it's it's a job you know and like when i get to these places often i won't even get to see where i am because i'm flying by the seat of my pants and i'm working and i'm like in a hotel room editing and then all of a sudden back at the airport and um yeah so it definitely has its struggles and it's like i have to deal with and and kind of and you have to be able to open up like i remember i'm sometimes the same like Sometimes I feel like I can't complain about editing even. I'm like, I'm exhausted from editing. But when you say it out loud, some of your subscribers just don't understand. They're like, oh, you're so lucky you work from home. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to complain. And then you bottle it up yeah. and yeah. then you just end exactly. up exploding the yeah. next Definitely month. Definitely re- resonate with that. Yeah, it's even like those little things like keeping your client happy and like you have to go out to dinner with them when you're yeah. away with them and stuff. like. That. It's all of those little things that you're constantly giving energy out that just yeah. take it out of you as well. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite job or project you've mm. ever done? Wow. Sorry, I've kind of <laughs> spun that one on. Yeah. Or, or just like one even recently that you're like, this was sick. I love uh, this. Yeah, definitely. The one I did with Samsung recently was by far the most challenging, but by far the most rewarding project that I've ever done in my life. Um, Can you just give us a brief rundown on what yeah, that one was? Yeah. So um, I was in Bali on holidays determined uh, after I'd finished a bunch of work, I was determined to be like, no, I've earned my break. I'm going to have a rest. Mm -hmm. And I got a phone call from the head head marketing officer from Samsung Global in Korea. Like, hi, Sam. Um, We've got this project. It's just come up last minute. We're really short for time. We really need your help. We've basically got this new foldable phone coming out and we've made TV commercials. We've done everything, but we have nothing to post on socials about it because we've just been so busy doing TV commercials and stuff. Would you consider making, helping us make the YouTube launch video for it? Oh, that's massive. Like direct it. <laughs> and you're like, uh, <laughs> that's almost as big as a TVC really. Oh, like, yeah. It was a TVC. <laughs> like, yeah. YouTube is the new TV in my opinion. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm biased. I'm a YouTuber. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Well, it felt like a TV commercial because they literally said, all right, well, we've got this idea, but we'd love for you to expand upon it. Basically, they wanted me to create an unboxing style video, but not with one person, with six different people um, of their like main global ambassadors. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, so we've got all these ambassadors that have come on board and said they're keen, but the only catch is that they're in six different countries and we need the video made in two and a half weeks. What? what? <laughs> so did you get them to film it in their own? No, like... so I actually flew to six countries in, no! in a week. Yeah. Sam, yeah, what? Yeah. What? Yeah, so I basically like... This could be its own podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. The it, making of honestly, like, like, it was <laughs> the craziest experience of my life. You're um, kidding. Yeah, so in, in, in three days, I got the concept and the storyboard done and then I spent another two days picking the crew. I got um, an assistant from Australia to come and help me film. Um, and then was your girlfriend with you in Bali at this point? I I no, but I just met her. Oh, before. okay. Because I felt yeah. like you were. We'll get to the girlfriend. But yeah, girlfriend. We'll get to her. But yeah. I was thinking like you guys were chilling together, and you're like, sorry, babe, got to work. I'd be like, are you kidding? Well, me? yeah, I kind of just got back to Sydney as we kind of got together and then I was like I've got to go on this job I'll, okay. I'll be back in a week back, yeah <laughs> and she's like okay cool yeah. didn't really understand but like yeah so pretty much um yeah my hired a producer that was based in Korea because I needed someone that was going to be able to communicate with the Korean Samsung client who are very while they're great the, the Korean culture is very demanding and yeah. very kind of like upfront and blunt so I needed someone that could kind of manage that relationship but yeah I flew to um, first I flew to Germany and met with uh, Mario Gotze who's a really famous German soccer player Um, and then flew to France actually no from there I flew to LA and met with Casey Neistat oh wow Um, yeah and got to film with him what's he like in real life he's he was amazing honestly like I'd actually met him at an event before but in passing and I was a friend of his friend so it wasn't like a any kind of meaningful interaction, but yeah. to sit with him in a room so and cool. and work with him filming this oh, unboxing. Yeah. For anyone who like, doesn't know, Casey is like an OG YouTuber. Yeah. He was like the king of yeah. content creation. Yeah. Um, even like, I, I, I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not even so totally uniquely him, isn't he? Like, yeah, I'm not yeah. even totally into <clears throat> content creation yeah. per se and like cameras, but I love. Casey's I love Casey. Stuff. Casey's yeah. um yeah in kind of pioneered the daily vlogging yeah. as, as yeah. a That's lifestyle. It. That's yeah. it. So yeah, to to sit with him and watch him, just watch him work and and 
explain the feeling of this product, I was just like, whoa, like this is why this guy's at the top of his game. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I uh, filmed with Ninja. Who, so wait, is he sponsored by Samsung? Yeah, he's a, he's one of the original Samsung ambassadors. Oh. He kind of pioneered their cool. big campaign, do what you can't. Um, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yes. that one. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that was amazing. And then met with a guy called Ninja, who's a really, really famous YouTube gamer. Mm. He's, he's oh, like okay. the Casey Neistat of gaming. Gaming, that's massive. Um, so I met with him and then uh, Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. from Stranger Things. From yeah. Stranger Things, yeah. So um, filmed some stuff with her what as well. What is she like? Oh my gosh, she's, stop Sam. Can we, yeah, can we just it was honestly wild. Like, what is she like? She's, you can't even tell she's me. Such she's such a not... sweet. She's sixteen. Like she's so young, and she's she. I didn't know she's British. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. We, you listen to those interviews after the show, and you're like, yeah. what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> but she was she was really cool. She um she's just so like she's just got that like young, fresh, yeah. like yeah. epic energy. Like yeah. she hasn't been tainted by the industry. She's yeah. she wasn't pretentious or rude. Like <laughs> she was so just. Good. It was really cool to see someone who's just like genuine and frothing. Like everyone, she had like a like entourage of 20 people around her no. and oh like just gosh. like just came off a film set to come and film with us and like wow yeah so it can was can you imagine being 16 and having an entourage like, yeah on, hey. like she had a hairstylist like fixing her hair while she was walking to the how, set like, and like I can't oh, sorry I'm <laughs> digressing but how could that not change you hey like, yeah how could that not taint you for the rest of your life yeah. well I mean yeah like I said she's she's been doing this for a couple of years now but I think growing up with that it'd be interesting to see how she handles that and how she goes but yeah just from her temperament and her nature she was a lovely person cool. so i you know think who she needs in her life a colin yeah Your dad. she needs a she needs a grounding yeah <laughs> well that, that being said her her mom and her sister were with her oh that's oh, true. Yeah. yeah okay so i think yeah having her mom there as well like she, off she was talking humble. off camera to her mom like joking while we were filming and stuff so i think having that family element there was keeping her grounded yeah, which, that's is, nice. which is cool yeah, that's right. um but yeah then flew to france um met with a really famous french fashion blogger called jean damas uh -huh. mm -hmm. i didn't know who she was but she's quite iconic in the fashion world apparently yep. yeah. um and then um flew to brazil to, to sao paulo um to work with a tech reviewer called coisa de nerd mm -hmm. and then um to canada to a guy nice. called Unbox Therapy, um, who's probably like the most iconic YouTube unboxer. He's, yeah. Um, yeah, he's he's Fire, rad. Right? And then back to LA, um, back home, and then back to LA because um, I had had an engagement, uh, something at home that I just could not miss. So I oh flew home, then flew back to LA, and then uh, had one more. I can't remember for life me who it was, but uh, that person's gonna be cut. Yeah, yeah. sorry, <laughs> it'll, it'll sorry whoever back. that person was. But then with and then basically Samsung had a hard date that they needed the video by, and it was 24 hours. And for 24 hours, I pretty much had no sleep in LA, pulling it all together. Did you edit the whole thing? Edited the whole thing myself, oh, and yeah. uh, back and forth with the Koreans in Korea, and got to version 33, and they were happy. Oh my what? gosh, yeah, that many 30, rounds 30, 33 rounds of revisions. Like I was pretty much on a video call with them for a good 10 hours, like doing live revisions back and forth. Like, oh, my blood just turned yeah. cold. That's but for so anyone insane. who doesn't know content creation, you normally get like two revisions, let's yeah. say. Yeah. 33 that, is That being said brutal. though, like they came to me in, in the final hour with their like hands out being like, we need your help. So, and obviously that like that level of production there's, there's a budget involved so yeah. i did charge a premium so like that, that like that's the service they get yeah. but um yeah it was it was a very challenging experience but so it really t showed me what the capacity is that you have to to do something like that when when it comes down to it that's so that's insane that is just alone in flight yeah. time oh that is huge goodness. oh it was wild yeah like my i took me a good 2 months afterwards to re this when you realign got i got no no so yeah that was no, I probably got chronic fatigue for a second time, but oh I just, God. yeah, I, I just kind of accepted on the way, right, I'm going to be pretty screwed after this. So you... just kind of got home and just tried to Chill. sleep and cook and get back into a routine. And um, yeah, wow. it's, um, yeah, that, and the great thing was it got 3 million views in the first day organically on their no YouTube way. channel. Well, just on their YouTube channel. Their YouTube so channel. without spend behind without, it. Yeah, so they, they put spend behind everything they do and they probably get max about 2 million views, but it got 3 million organic on their I channel. I mean, there's, there's a lot of big wigs in there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously there's a lot yeah. of big names and it was an, an amazingly innovative product. So it was always yeah. going to do well, but for me, it was kind of a nice How little pat on the back for me. You? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was, it was the best. best. Yeah, and, wow. and like that's the thing. 
that's the other side of my life. Like people see all this amazing stuff, but because that product was under embargo, I couldn't post about it oh. and no, and they didn't credit me in the video. Oh. So like no yeah, one will ever know. This is your credit. Yeah, this yeah. is my credit. Sammy yeah. worked his butt. If you want to go watch it, it's called The First Fold. The on First Fold. I'm going to go and watch it. Yeah, yeah. That We're going to have to check that out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even know about that. Yeah. So it's evident you are a massively hard worker. You've worked on some epic projects. Yeah. Can we please jump into the love life? Uh, right. Let's get to the love life. Uh, boring thing. Itching. Itching for this. So, 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 so. I'll just let Sezzy take over. Sezzy's very invested no, no, in my love I life. Yes, she is. So You're like a little brother. So much so that I um, made a vlog about it. So I, when we were in New Zealand, I was like, Sammy, you're such a catch, mate. Like, what's going on? And you were like, I'm just too busy. I meet girls here and there. Like, I'm too busy, whatever. So we did a vlog like a video, a Tinder video where we made like a Tinder profile and we're swiping yeah. across. My first question is from that Tinder video, <laughs> did you get any oh, Sezzy Day so dates? So many, so many Sezzy Day uh, DMs sliding <laughs> in. So many Sezzy sisters were sliding into my DMs. <laughs> I, love that. I love the alliteration. Did you yeah. go on any of the dates? Um, yeah, I did actually. And they didn't work out apparently. No, it didn't work out, but she was, she was lovely. Oh. She was lovely. Oh, only and one. Yeah, it's just, okay. just the one day. But even now and then, like, not so much now that I have a girlfriend, but, like, I, I every now and then I still get someone being like, hey, did anything ever come of that? Like, are you still single? <laughs> That's so like, cool. Every now and then, which is pretty crazy. <laughs> All lovely girls, by the way. Like, you're very... Uh... But not lovely enough. <laughs> <laughs> you have a beautiful fan base, have you? So now, now, you, I remember when I first saw, I think it was, like, I saw you post an Instagram story or something with this girl and I called Ed and I was like, what the heck? Yeah. Does Sammy have a girlfriend? Yeah. Because yeah. like you were just like, go, 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 always traveling. I was like, nah, this boy's got to like settle down then you'll find a girl. Yeah. Her name's Tilly. Tilly, yeah. Is she, she's a model? Yeah, so she, she, um, she for the last five years has been a model in New York. Um, she's, oh, she's, she's, like, like, she's a, a real model. model. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not like an Instagram model. Yeah. Yeah. She, she does a lot of stuff like... With um big brands, which is which is cool. Like yeah, it's it's cool to to um have have a partner who also is equally as hardworking yeah. um in a completely different field. It's been really cool to kind of watch her. And you met her in Bali? No, actually um I met her in a cafe in Bondi three years ago. What? <laughs> yeah, she was sitting opposite me on a laptop working, and we met. And how wait, how did you meet? Like how did this? How did it happen? Well, I did you go up to her? I sat down, it was kind of one of those like big shared tables and yeah. she was just sitting on her laptop and I was sitting with a mate and she was sitting opposite us and my mate and I were having coffee and we kind of just like struck, struck a conversation with her. Yeah. How? You're not, I need specifics. <laughs> well, I think, I think um, one I'm, of our... I'm helping out my single sissies yeah, here who are like, one how, of our... how did that happen? You know? <laughs> <laughs> when, when I was single, I would listen to like, how to find a boyfriend. I'm not even joking. Um, I think, I think one of our food like some someone's food arrived and mm. we made a comment on it like oh i had that the other day it was really cool and then one, just like oh like in. what are you working on like just started chatting she she looked very interesting she was sitting there on the laptop and had her, she like looked hot. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah she's she, she looked beautiful but like, she had a she had a boyfriend but we oh, at the time wow. so it was kind of like just a very neutral exchange mm. um and um got his other instagram because she was She's a model and I was like, oh, cool. Like, um, I can use you for a yeah, job. Could, yeah, yeah, I'll keep, keep your mind. And we kind of like stayed in touch, but it was always just kind of, she was either in New York and I was away and it just didn't quite work out. And then saw her at, at an event on Australia Day this year and kind of was like, oh, hello. And she was single and, and you were single. Yeah, she was single and I was single. And um, kind of just, yeah, from there it was, it was chatting, chatting, chatting. And then when I got back from this big Samsung jog, Samsung jog. Um, I was. I was a yeah. jog, mate. Yeah, it was a big jog. He's got chronic fatigue. Don't, don't yeah, judge yeah. him. But yeah, I got back and I had all. I pretty much just cleared out the rest of my schedule and I had all this time at home. And yeah, we just caught up and it was kind of on from there. Do you um, feel like now that you have her, you have a better reason to have like a work life balance? Definitely. Yeah. yeah, I definitely like take time now and there's definitely a, a clear distinction between work time and. and and Tilly time and family time as well. Tilly time, that's cute. Yeah. I've noticed you guys have been traveling a fair bit as well. Is that just like, just for the sake of travel or has it been work stuff? She's born and raised in Byron. Um, All her family's up there. So it's a great excuse to go up to one of the most beautiful places in in my opinion, Australia. Um, But yeah, I think um, 
we both know that when we are working, we're we're on and yeah. we're she's she's in New York and I'm elsewhere. So the time that we do have together, we try and make it as special as possible and do do nice things and fun things that um, we can remember and yeah and enjoy. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Is her schedule crazy as well? Um, she her visa just got reapproved re- for going back over to the states. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, when when she's not modeling, she's um she actually kind of manages a bunch of boutique smaller brands and does all of their social media and scheduling and and brand strategy so um right now she's doing that in sydney and she she does some modeling and stuff in sydney as well um but yeah she will eventually when when the work runs out here it's a great time to be in australia in summer there's a lot of work going around for like different kinds of clothing brands and campaigns but when that kind of slows down after christmas then she kind of goes over new york and yeah she'll start again so yeah. I'm so glad you found someone who like understands your schedule, understands your life and just makes you look so happy. Yeah, oh, I'm you so look happy. very refreshed you right do. now. Yeah. Honestly, like <laughs> I was so worried about you in New Zealand. You were just so tired, man. Like, honestly. Yeah. I um, It's it's nice to have someone who understands what like my workload is and yeah. who yeah. I like come home and got dinner and like just have a glass of red and like who i can like sleep in with and she lets me sleep in and like (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah. does she love wine she loves wine yeah meant to be i remember you were trying to talk to me about wine i was like i got no idea (laughs) i can't does she like cheese loves cheese loves loves cooking probably our biggest bonding is like just cooking together and yeah you you don't cooking yeah Mate, I hate cooking. <laughs> why, I would, why would Kurt it. even cook when you? When, I, I know. Like, no, you I want a sous chef. I want like an assistant. I can be a sous chef. You can buy you a sous chef. You can buy you a thermomix and you're sorted. No, I, she I likes want, to cut it herself. Yeah. She's one of those. She's like Mama says it. Yeah. I, I always say I'm a gr- I'm a Greek woman stuck in an Australian girl's body. Like I'm a Greek <laughs> grandmother, you know. But I'm so Australian. I'm so <laughs> I'm so Australian. It hurts. So all right, what does the future look like? for you and your work right now because you seem pretty chill yeah is it just are you just kind of taking it day by day or um i think yeah like i said i've had some really massive jobs this year which has kind of financially given me the time to take a step back and not kind of work out a necessity um Mm -hmm. and it's allowed me to kind of zoom out and look at myself and like while it's amazing working with all these great brands who i get so many amazing experiences with and get to do all these cool things it's it's um at the end of the day, I'm using a lot of my creative energy, which we only have a finite amount of 100%. for someone else and building someone else's brand. And I kind yeah. of feel like um, at the end of the day, like if, if the work dried up, what, wh- where would I be, you know? Yeah. So uh, I really kind of a goal of mine is to start building my own brand and, and kind of sp- spending that creative energy on myself and kind of building something that, that um, is around me. Yeah, I think that's smart. Yeah. From so, a longevity um, perspective. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I think one of the biggest things that I get on my social media is a lot of fellow filmmakers who um, are in really inquisitive about how I go about my process. And uh, there's always been a massive need and kind of gap for education on social media. Yeah. Um, how do you edit? What do you yeah. use? How do you do that transitions? How do you make the blue look so bright? Yeah, oh, exactly. just froth on transitions, don't yeah. they? Yeah. <laughs> that, that really, oh. It really irks me, man. I'm sure it pisses you off too. I mean, I'm, I'm a very classic classical editor in the fact that I don't like but you have beautiful cinematic shots like your your style is uniquely you like it's always like nicely sunlit lots of beautiful true color and there's always just like that nice slow motion like moving across the screen you have this Kurt stop talking dirty to me in front of (laughs) Sezzy we're going to hit the bathroom anyway (laughs) into the edit suite we go (laughs) let's keep it PG on here I'm just going to um, no, yeah. but thank you. Yeah, I, I'm much more classical in my editing style. Like the while those amazing transitions and After Effects things is, is yeah. cool. Like for me, I think I prefer I prefer personally the more classical style. Yeah, and I think that it comes down to that storytelling process as well. Like I feel like a lot of people just see like what. Who's a good example? Uh, Sam Calder. Mm. You know, what Sam's doing. Like, Sam has this amazing storytelling journey, yeah. but, like, some of the technical stuff he does is at a very elite level, and people oh, just is. see that, yeah. and that's all they care about, you know, yeah. like, which is kind of sad. And, so, like, don't get me wrong, Sam's, like, at the top of his game. Like, yeah, he's, of he's honestly a, a leader in the industry. Um, people are just focusing on, like, the transitions between. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think there's a lot to be said about 
how how important a good story is. And yeah. You can have no transitions in a shitty camera, but if your story is solid, like you'll, you'll captivate your audience. So. Like take what you do, for example, Sarah, like... Like vlogs. Yeah. Oh my it's goodness. all about the story, 100%. right? 100%. I, I might have like an epic idea and the objective of the vlog is to show this this recipe but it's the banter in between mm. that people want to see it's like how we got the ingredients to the kitchen that makes it a trending yeah. video mm. it's all about what you shoot not the transitions not the background music 100%. like it, it's so much of it is in camera yeah and i know that even just from watching kurt do his content like the way he moves the camera and like the like you said with the samsung stuff like storyboarding it before you go and mm. shoot like Things like that that people don't see you spending your time on. Yeah, and I'm sure yeah. you could vouch for this. Like, there's a lot of back end work that's not necessarily out on set. Like, we, like you said, with the storyboarding yeah. stuff, like that's all pre planned and pre organized, and that's the most important part, mm. the creative itself. So, yeah, sorry, it's but fun, it's getting, a fun part as well. Yeah. Yeah, but getting back to what you were saying earlier about the the learning stuff and, and what yeah. you're planning for the future. Sorry, we cut you off there. No, that's all good. I love, I love a little rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's our whole podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Um, but yeah, no, I, so basically, yeah, I, I, um, there's, I have this massive community of people who want to learn and, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of taking a leaf out of Sezi's book and, and kind of creating a digital product that I can give back to my audience. That's going to help them level up and, and kind of, um, enhance their skills. Um, yeah. see, so yeah, I'm creating like an online course. Watch this space. Watch this I'm space. excited. Yeah. I'm yeah. so excited um, to see what you do. Yeah, it's 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 a much bigger project than what I originally thought it was going to be. Like yeah. I kind of went into it quite flippantly and was like, oh yeah, I'll just throw it together. But like, there's a, a lot of work involved, as you, as you would know from creating yeah. an ebook. Like it's yeah, always but the way. It's it's quite enjoyable doing something for myself. You know, like yeah. there's no client revisions. Like because yeah. it's, it's and, my and it's thing, your you know? own date. Yeah. It's like you release it when you feel like it's yeah. ready. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. So yeah, oh, watch the space. What has been the hardest thing about doing that for yourself? Because for me, I find I'm like too critical on my own work. Like, yeah. what has been the hardest thing for you creating your own brand? I guess and this this product that you're gonna launch. I think it, the it's just is this enough? Yeah. Um, because I want to make sure that I'm adding as much value like as I can and obviously people are going to be paying for this product. So yeah. I just want to make sure that there's no question that this is the best possible value yeah. for money. And I think, yeah, like you said, I'm also like quite critical with everything that I create and um, I can often get caught up in the process of like getting into too fine a detail with things and yeah. realize, oh, that's not the point in the first place, you know? So yeah. um, one of the best things I ever read or was told before I launched my ebook, because I was working on my ebook for a year and I kept revising it, adding another chapter, adding another element. And I remember watching, I think it was like a Ted talk. And this woman was like, she wrote, she was an author and she said, it's never, ever going to be perfect. Mm -hmm. You just need to pick that day and say, well, this is what it is. And I kind of was like, this is the sign I needed. And my ebooks have done so well. I mm. love them. I use them myself. Like you're going to get to that point. There's always going to yeah. be another chapter. There's yeah. always going to be another element of the course, so another advanced upgrade. There's never going to be an end. And you just need to pick that date and be like, this is, this is it. This is this is it. Yeah. yeah. And then you, and then you, you launch 2.0 later. Yeah. And that's the thing. This is my first one, you know, so there's, yeah. It'd be really interesting to put it out there eventually and kind of see what comes back and then yeah. refine from there and, and grow. So. Nice. Yeah. Well, so do you have a due date for that one as well? Uh, no, but I'm I actually just opened up uh, kind of pre-interest on my website. So oh, okay, um, cool. Yeah. So go across to Sam's website. You got to plug Sam it. SamEvans.tv. Um, you can register pre-register the course, and I'll let you know when it's out. But I'm hoping by early next year. Um, yeah. Amazing. All right. Yeah. Well, the pressure's on now because you just yeah. yeah I'm just it. like. I'm going to follow you up. Hold myself. The health yeah. code squad are going there right now <laughs> yeah. as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> to wrap up, what we like to do is a segment called Shut Up and Answer My Questions, Bitch. <laughs> so it's just like hot fire questions. Okay. Um, I normally read Let's them, but go. I feel like, you know, the boys' boys. All right. Curtis, do you want to read them? Yeah, I might really Is it read the same questions for everyone? Or? No, 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 we mix no, them we up. Mix them up okay, cool. We mix chaos up. in here, man. Chaos. Love it. All right. Why are we ready for this? What's Shoot. the weirdest thing you've ever done? Oh, um, I added a new one. That wasn't my <laughs> Hence the chaos. <laughs> um, accidentally ate a whole bunch of burrata in Italy and pooed my pants on the streets of Rome. <laughs> what do you mean? What's burrata? Like, like mozzarella, like fresh cheese. Oh, no. What? I was in Italy. Come on. Of course. Of course. You got to like oh test my out God. I was. I just got way too caught up in the moment and I'm very sensitive to dairy. And but you ate so much at New Zealand. You were like loving cheese. Yeah. It's it's like aged cheese is okay, but okay, like fresh cheese. Okay. 
it's just yeah it's a new no go <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I'm being real honest here I've never told anyone that no, no. that's what we need <laughs> okay the other day I did a podcast like I was getting interviewed and I admitted that I pooed my pants on a pavement one time <laughs> I was like six but yeah, still it was a good not story not 23 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it was wow. a good story <laughs> oh god alright we'll speed them up from here winter or summer summer a hummus hummus or hummus 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 really hummus. I call it hummus hummus yeah. hummus or salsa hummus Ooh, chips or chocolate? Chips. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Good. Morning bird or night owl? Night owl. Ooh, yeah, I'm the same. Uh, a personal chef or a cleaner? Cleaner. You'd yeah. rather a cleaner? 100%. Oh, wait. No, no. As, as a, a personal as a chef or a cleaner? Would you rather have, personally, a oh. personal chef or a cleaner? Yeah, sorry. Personal yeah. chef. But yeah. you like cooking. Uh, yeah, but... Um, but you're time poor. I, I'm time poor and I actually really enjoy cleaning. I find it quite therapeutic. Oh, uh, I'm the same. Nah. I love it. <laughs> hate bathrooms though. Uh-uh. Yeah, no, nah, I just like feel like tidying up a desk or like it's, vacuuming, is this, is this cleaning, oh, cleaning, cleaning right a car. Our office is just <laughs> awful It's so right bad. Now. Well, mine goes through this phase, like for a month it'll be yeah. clean and then it'll just get to this critical mass and then <laughs> yeah. it'll go <laughs> back. You always start. Insta story when it's clean because I yeah. always comment me, I'm like, your office yeah, is sick. Yeah. <laughs> so small. <laughs> Beat your office. Oh, well, anyway, moving forward. <laughs> uh, what are we up to? Babies or animals? Animals. Sorry, Ouch. says you. <laughs> Ten children or none? Ten children. Yeah, I'd be yeah, cool. say yeah, that. Come on, come on. Meat pies or hot chips? I feel like this will be a hot, hard one. I wrote this oh, one because meat pies. <laughs> meat pies. I remember, I remember I was... Remember I was craving meat pies in New Zealand and I couldn't because there was no gluten-free ones. And yeah. you're like, I'll have a meat pie for you. So I probably had about six meat pies on that trip. Yeah, you gained some per days. <laughs> <laughs> Gangster beats or chilled mixes? Chilled mixes. Headphones or ear, ear pods? Headphones. Weights or cardio? Cardio. <sighs> okay. This last one. It's a little bit of a banger. A koala that has chlamydia and just hangs in a tree all day. Would you rather be a koala that has chlamydia and hangs in a tree? (laughs) Or a sewer rat that hangs in our feces? Koala for sure. With the chlamydia? Yep. I mean, you can always get a pill for that, right? Yeah, it's just one. (laughs) Yeah. And like, yeah. And you're just eating eucalyptus, getting high. As you can tell, I made all those questions except the last one. (laughs) I was like, would you rather be a rat? Would you rather like, okay. I'm like, a chicken-sized horse or a horse-sized chicken? Would I rather be? No, what would you rather attack, like fight off? (laughs) A chicken-sized horse. Wait, wait. A chicken-sized horse. A chicken-sized horse. Sorry, sorry. What was it? Like 20 chicken-sized horse or one horse-sized chicken? One horse-sized chicken. Because they could just come at you from all angles. I'd rather, like Goliath, like what is it in the Bible? Someone and Goliath and you get the slingshot. David and Goliath. And you get the slingshot and you go in the head. Yeah. Yeah. You're a very fictional person. I think I would go for the the 10 chickens. Yeah, because you can do jujitsu. I'd just get a baseball bat and hit them all. Bang, bang, bang. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we are digressing. Savvy, plug yourself. Where can everyone find you? What's your Instagram? Uh, Instagram, Sam Evans Life. Um, And you can find me at Sam Evans on YouTube. And yeah, like I said, my website samevans.tv love that Perfect. I'm Sarah's Day on YouTube and Sarah's underscore Day on Instagram and I'm KJ Tills on YouTube and Instagram and we are the dot health code on Instagram go check us out give us a follow and make sure you follow our podcast as well guys yeah. get a subscribe Sammy thank you so much for coming thank Thanks, you so much having me this man. has been fun I love it a good time <laughs> when we were running these um, questions we were so excited because like I said it's just nice like interviewing someone who's your mate yeah, yeah. You know? I think we missed half of them but I feel like you answered most of our questions anyway it's true throughout the it always kind of beefs out. Yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you guys. Thing. All right, guys. Hope Thanks you enjoyed it. Do you, you want to you you, you do the outro? <laughs> You're listening to Sezzy and Kurt driving you home on the health code. <laughs> See you guys. Peace out. Bye. <laughs>